yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Hey, you're listening to Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. This is episode whatever the fuck it is, and uh, we're still in quarantine. <laughs> it's quarantine, so it's like you don't even know what day it is, what yeah. month. This week we're doing a special musical show. We are not singing, so don't hit stop. <laughs> it's the musical stand-up dads. Yo, Jesus Christ, that would be awful. What would you sing? I think I would sing the sad song when I don't have Oli. <laughs> oh, you're fucking pathetic. Uh, <laughs> I'd be singing Irish drinking songs, even though I'm not Irish at all. But yeah. this episode was more, we talked about a little bit about music last week and pretty much my assignment that I gave to Mike was find music that your parents tried to instill into you and what you want to pass on to your kids. And then I did it wrong. Yeah. You didn't do it wrong. <laughs> you just did it your own way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I took it to mean what songs, I guess, just either on purpose or inadvertently have become songs that I remember and think she'll remember. Like important milestones. I think in it's her fair life. to want to pass yeah. that on too, though. Yeah. You don't want them to forget that shit. Yeah. No, I like, definitely remember these ones as ones that are like kind of important to different times in her life and my life. And it's yeah. funny how some things like I skipped over while I was like, that was important for that time. It's something we would probably talk about at some point, yeah. say like that really great show, Yo Gabba Gabba. For about a good year, that was, yeah. she was super into it or Frozen, she was super into it, but she hates that stuff now. <laughs> so not Yo, Yo Gabba Gabba, yeah. but she hates Frozen now. So sure. that's like, I, you know, it's just, but Lucky those, those are important. <laughs> still things yeah. but not ones that i think these are the ones that are more important like okay. yeah well we'll get into that but first last week we talked about that five-year-old kid that was driving from utah to california with three bucks in his pocket to buy a lamborghini <laughs> yeah so yeah. there's a follow-up and this is from a couple days ago there was an adult who heard how apparently the kid's name was adrian zamaripa he is a local businessman and he owns a lamborghini so what he did is he offered the oh, kid a ride. That's amazing. Yeah, he didn't let the kid drive, obviously. He was in the passenger seat, but, you know, he got to show off how fast it was. Wow. And he's and it's funny because he's like, I'm not encouraging kids to go out and take their parents' car and do anything else that's illegal. I'm not advocating that at all, but he did reward the kid. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I think at that point it kind of takes over to be like you're just happy it ended well. Exactly. And not... You know, he would have totally died if he got in a car accident, yeah. you know, yeah. And the cops are not pressing charges and the parents say the kid is grounded. But I guess Twitter and all that went off and like, why are you rewarding the kid? It's like, you know what? Everything worked out. It's a good story. The kid's still grounded. He has a memory and uh, move on. Yeah. Know. My cat is jumping on my chair. That's hilarious. <laughs> So anyway, back to the music thing. So you yes. gave me a list and you and I have very different lists, which is good. <laughs> Mine's uh, like, as I put it in, I'm like, this is a crazy list. <laughs> yeah. And for each is a different reason. Yeah. 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 So the first one you gave me, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was I Go Pogo. I Go Pogo. So the reason I picked this one is before Olivia was born, I was like, I want to play a bunch of music for her. And, uh, 
I got a record player. And Melissa thought I was crazy that she's like, whatever. And then I went to, which is now closed, Dimple, and got all these cool old like kids records that they don't have anymore that sometimes you can't even get them on um, like a digital format. Sure. But I love this old comic strip called Pogo that Walt Kelly, who initially worked at Disney, but he's just a fantastic writer and artist. He had put out an album in like 1956 called Songs of the Pogo. And I knew he wrote songs and put artwork to it for that book. But what shocked me is when I got it, that he wrote and sang this song for this album. And it turned out of a bunch of songs I would play for Olivia, this would make her go crazy when she was like a baby, just because I think the crazy music, you know? Here's a sample from it. Walt Kelly. (laughs) Love it. Is it Go Go Pogo? It's called, uh, I think it's Go Go Pogo. I think, I don't know, on the album. Here we go. Yes, Mingo, Sopogo, go, Kila, ha, ha, go. Patsy, go, to Frisco, go, to Fargo. O'Keefe and Oki playing the possum on the pogo. Stick around and see the show. Go over that. I can't imagine why you're single. <laughs> this is what plays in my head everywhere I go. <laughs> totally like, da, 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 da. <laughs> then I wonder why it doesn't, yeah. I can't meet anyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand how you could be single, Mike. <laughs> That's an uh, awesome song. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he sang it. But yeah, it's, she loved that song. Even now, that song comes up. It'll bring like a smile to her face, you know? It's definitely Crazy Daddy is yeah. what make you think of it, you know? Well, because I'm wondering, because like from my parents, you know, my mom was from Portugal and my dad was deaf and from Portugal. Yeah. So none of that shit passed on to me, except for like, if anything, it would have been like church songs, which no thanks. And Fado, which is like the Portuguese, like, uh, I guess it's like Portuguese blues. Oh, wow. It's kind of, how do I? I've not heard this. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. Here. Yeah, I'm not passing that on to my kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the only thing I've heard of with the Portuguese is when they had that movie come out a few years back, The Life Aquatic, and they had a bunch of Bowie songs sang in Portuguese. And that's amazing. They really? It's amazing. Who yeah. They, they record some versions of like, God, what are the songs? I think he sings like, he might do Moon Age Daydream. He might do, I think he might do Starman, but it's it's on their soundtrack. And it's a guy they had singing it in Portuguese, just with a guitar. And uh, it's amazing. It's so good. And that's the one I was like, man, that's beautiful, you know? But right. yeah, my, my, my grandma didn't really play. They played more Hawaii stuff because my grandma was born on Hawaii. You know, it's a lot more Hawaiian music played. That's something I didn't remember to put on here is the Hawaiian stuff. Yeah, you got to. Like going back to the other early stuff, because yeah, I'm not passing the photo. I mean, (laughs) I do want him to learn, you know, know where that's from and all that. Yeah. I think one of my, thanks to my cousin, Doug, who now is a DJ in Tennessee, both radio and like wedding DJ guy. He got me into Dr. Demento really early. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I forgot well, I about it. Dr. Domingo. Yeah, and what I love about him is just the range. I mean, you have stupid, silly stuff like, you know, Weird Al started from there. Yes. You got like some punk stuff like from the Meat Men. I don't know if you ever heard them. They're a um, punk band. 
No, I well, I might have. It's so I don't know the names of a lot of sure. them, but I know so many from Doctor Demento. That was a great show. You got silly song, you know, like Fish Heads, Dead Puppies, and yeah, this there was one from a band called the Beat Farmers called Happy Boy. Oh, let's hear it. Which was my ringtone on my phone back when ringtones were a thing. <laughs> and this is it. Yeah, my little dog spot got hit by a car. Hubba, 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 hubba. But his guts in a box. I remember that. Yeah. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Well, I'm a happy boy. Well, I'm a happy boy. Oh, ain't it good when things are going your way? Hey, hey. <laughs> so, yeah. That that's was, a great one. That's something yeah. I'm passing on to my kid for goddamn sure. Yeah. God, there's so many I remember. I always remember there's one that I only remember the chorus because it, the guy would go like, you piss me off, fucking <laughs> jerk. Get on my nerves. And then he'd go back into the song. Nice. Yeah, and then what was the other? Funny Farm was a good one. Just so much. Mm-hmm. That's, I think if he just goes down that, he, I think it would just, and a lot of it's shit. You know, I'm not going to say everything yeah. Dr. Nemeno touched was gold, but he didn't make it all. He was just like an aggregator. Yes. Yeah. And then you have your next song on your list. Which you already told me you hated. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tell the people. Well, so this is something I wanted to pass on to Oli, and it, it was a success me and her mom did, which was we love Charlie Brown, we love Peanuts. Mm-hmm. We would take her to the Schultz Museum all the time. We still mm-hmm. do that. And just got her into it so early. And she loved this song so much that when she did her little auditions i have a recording when she's like four or five doing an audition where she sings christmas time is here it's like this song always makes me think of her and makes me want to cry (laughs) and here we go let's let me see if we can make mike cry okay let me just preface this by i will nod to the importance of charles schultz yeah i fucking can't stand him why 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 do you not like peanuts I, it's just a, it's like a boring, depressing cartoon to me. I don't, it's like a whole episode of Eeyore, you know, just, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. And they're just so like, when you hear the kids talk, they're just like depressed adults <laughs> like, as a kid, you know, I loved, you know, Woodstock and Snoopy, but even they were just like little, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Coraldi's awesome. Come on. It's a brush on those drums. I'll give you that. Okay, that's all I can handle. You know what? So why do you want to pass that on? Yeah. The guy who was the producer of that special. He actually wrote the words to that song. And when I sent the little video of Olivia singing Christmas Time is Here to Jeannie. Yeah, because we had sent it to Jeannie Schultz because we had been going there a lot. And sometimes we would do the art days or whatever. Mm -hmm. She sent it to him. And we we got like an email forwarded about how much he loved that rendition and stuff. Very cool. The thing with Snoopy is I remember, you know, when we were in elementary and high school, you know, I wasn't that much into Peanuts. I didn't really like the the stuff at that time. And but I'd always check out the stuff from our especially from All Saints or the library had all the books from the old from the 50s and 60s. And it took me forever to realize like he had, you know, he had a 50 year run and that I don't know, from 50 
to like 75, yeah, maybe 80. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Go yes, ahead. You love Charles Schultz and he should be loved. I just, it's not for me. It's like, yeah. It's Brussels sprouts to me. <laughs> Let's see. Next on my list, I want my kid to get into, and I owe uh, my buddies Peter and Bill for this one. Boingo, boingo. Yes. Danny Elfman. Jesus Christ. He's a fucking amazing guy. Cause mm-hmm. if you've seen a movie or any TV since like 85, you know, Danny Elfman, cause he's done at least like 75 scores for movies and TV. He did the theme song for the Simpsons. He did the music for a bunch. And this is just a little tiny bit of it. He did the music for Avengers age of Ultron army of Dang. darkness. I did not know that. Yeah. Back to school. The old, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. I remember that. He did the 89 Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's the guy that did Beetlejuice. That's Tim Burton. He does all the Tim Burton movies. Exactly. All the Tim Burton stuff. Yeah. Fuck it. You remember Chicago? Yeah. He did that. Oh, he did that musical? Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing because I was about to say Nightmare Before Christmas is the thing I'm most impressed with of what he's done. The songs on that are amazing. I think he's... Does he do the singing voice for those? I don't. I don't know. know. I don't know. But they're amazing. But he wrote the scores. Edward Scissorhands again, more Tim Burton. Dick Tracy back in ninety. Horrible movie. Wow. Uh, he wow. did the Fifty Shades of Grey music. Wow. Goodwill Hunting. I don't remember music from Goodwill Hunting, but he did that. Mars Attacks. He did all the Men in Black music. His first big one was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh God, that's a great movie. <laughs> so anyway, just the fact that he's such a. I don't know. I think I would love it if Owen just grabbed any of this stuff and just kind of searched a couple levels further. Yeah. Because you would be, yep. you know, and he and Owen loves Halloween and Boingo's like, they always have like a Halloween-y vibe on stuff. Because yeah. when I lived at Peter's house, he would always throw these huge Halloween parties and Boingo was prevalent. Cool. So just for that weird thing, which is probably why he gets along with Tim Burton. But then it brought me to a song, which I haven't heard forever. And this one, hang on, I have to cue it up. Here's the story about a little man named Piggy. You met baby in a disco bar. He said, what a cute little piggy you are. And he took one look at her, her rocket tips, and he smiled real wide and said, <laughs> baby, you're it. So... Because awesome. most people know where Boingo for like weird science or it's a dead man's party. Dead man's party. Or, yep. you know, what will probably play at my wedding is uh, No One Lives Forever. Or my wedding. Did I say my wedding? Yeah. My funeral. You uh, did. I was like, whoa, what? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I already went to that. <laughs> Life ends one way or another. But anyway. Breaking news on yeah. stand up death. Fucking, because I have. We've talked about this. I have that file on my on my desktop saying, you know, for when I die, and here's the music I want you to play. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just there's so much there. Yeah, you know, like you got you got classics like ZZ Top or ACDC. But hey, guess what? If you play all of their albums in a row, barring yeah. maybe the first album from ACDC, they all sound exactly the fucking same. It's true. Yeah. You know, and I think your next one touches on why I like that band. Yeah. Yeah. So this one was a tough one to pick the song. It's the Beatles. And that was another thing that I wanted to make sure just like, I don't know, Peanuts or some Beatles. I wanted her to, yeah. to love them. But it came about in a weird way where it was like I was watching 
her with all the cousins on a I think it was like a New Year's or something. They're like, we want to see a movie. Yeah. And I happened to have Yellow Submarine. So I was like, okay, let's watch this. And I thought it was going to terrify them. Instead, they got super into it. And Olivia fell in love with awesome. the animated Paul. Yeah. So that was awesome. So then I was like, oh, well, then this is like a gateway. I'm going to now show her um, Hard yeah. Day's Night. And then she fell in love with the real, the young Paul. Then I showed her help. And the thing with help, which was super cute at the time. So this is, what, 2016. So she's only like six mm -hmm. or something. But she was telling me how much she loved help and how help is unique because they just, it goes right into them yep. singing. And that's what I love. And I'm like, that's awesome. And uh, that's why I picked help cool. to be you know, the song well, for this the one. You gave me, and here we go. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know, I need someone. Help. Okay, just for reference, um, the clip you sent me is a video, and I love this. I've never seen this before. It's two oh, yeah. sawhorses with a board in between them, and they're all yep. straddling this thing. And mm -hmm. John's in front, Paul's in behind him. Then you got George, and in the back is Ringo. And they have all got guitars, except for Ringo, who's just holding an umbrella. Poor Ringo. <laughs> I love it because the whole time, I guess they didn't let Ringo sing on this one. So all he does is like try and fight for screen time. Yeah. Hold an umbrella. Yeah. But I yep. fucking, anyway, you'll hear it. The harmon harmonization they do, harmonizing, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, this is one of my ridiculous. favorite songs. So good call. Yeah. Yes. Much, yeah. yeah, they're freaking amazing. Yeah, cannot ask for a better. I don't know. And I know some people hate the Beatles and they're more Stones guys. I don't know why you can't like them both. And exactly. the, the good thing is it always, I don't know, her life has worked out so many times where whatever she's into at the moment will randomly something will pop up. And right when I got through showing her help and she was super into it, then McCartney opened the arena in Sacramento and mm -hmm. I got to take her to see it. It was cool. awesome. Like I told her, he's probably going to look more like Bumpa. About two yeah. or three songs in, he, he would play and he'd, he'd joke with the crowd. And mm -hmm. it was amazing. Then she looks at me and she goes, he's still Paul. Nice. <laughs> it was I, awesome. I have to awesome. admit, though, that Paul's my you least know, favorite. You know, I love, I think John's, John's obviously my favorite. Of course. And then what's funny is well, her mom liked Ringo. Which Ringo's awesome too. I mean, I don't know. I think awesome. with Paul is, I think as a kid, I didn't like him as much. And now when I see how much, it's more so I think I got, I didn't like him as much once they were individual artists. But as part of the Beatles, his stuff is really great. Oh, his, you know, I but, think he wrote most of the good stuff. But uh, yeah, when Paul went on his own with Wings and then on his, I fucking hate it. But. Yeah. Or oh, it's them together on a lot of songs too yeah. that. Yeah. Together make the song they had that extra level. So I yeah. ran this topic by Kim and she proceeded to make fun of me for some of my musical taste. <laughs> She's like, Oh, are you gonna bring up a pink song? Cause one day back in the days of iPods, mm -hmm. she was flipping through my thing and I've always, you know, had a very taste on there. Eh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, What, you listen to pink? 
I'm like, yeah, I like pink. And she started <laughs> cracking wrong? up. Yeah. And I remember we were in the car and it got to the point where I had to pull over because she was laughing so hard. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, fuck it. I think she makes some very good songs. There's a lot of bullshit, you know, yeah. but I think she's super talented. Yeah. And then she also gives me grief, but I think she secretly likes it. Years ago, I bought like an Irish drinking song CD. Ah. And it's like live, like in a pub. And it's just uh-huh. these drunks singing. And there's like someone with a mandolin uh, or a, a lute or whatever the fuck it is. So I'll sing these songs to Owen and he hates it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, but he's like, you know, 10% Irish or whatever he is. And he'll remember it. Yeah. He'll I be like, oh, so. these songs my dad would sing at me. Yeah. And he's going to sing them to his kid. Yeah. Well, because originally what I wanted to do, and if anyone steals this, go fuck yourself. I wanted to do, you know how you have Christmas caroling? Yeah. I wanted to do uh, St. Patrick's Day caroling. Where, oh, you know, nice. We would all dress up in the same shirt or whatever and then go pub to pub and sing songs and get free drinks. Yeah. Um, but haven't been able to find anyone else willing to do it with me. I would go and sing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I won't drink, but I'll go sing. That'll be fun. But then there's another one. So Kim just can't figure out why I like these guys. Uh, it's Fishbone. I love Fishbone. I love Fishbone. Fishbone. I was, saw them live too. They were good. Yeah. Really I, good. They're hopping over their keyboard. That was insane. Dude, they're, uh, yeah, I think, because uh, I saw them years ago, at, I think it was the Orpheum. Uh, they opened, then they played, Merv opened up for them. Okay. And Merv is like this punk band. They were just starting up then and fucking, they were amazing. Yeah. Uh, they also had sweaty nipples open. They were a fucking joke. We kind of laughed them off the stage. Okay. Fishbone. I just, I'll never forget the guy. I can't remember his name. The main guy, the bald guy. Yeah. With the top knot. He came out like in a Miami Vice looking white linen suit. Wow. Elf and the screen, the screen, the stage is dark. And he takes like a little bongo drum and on the underside, he just rubs it and it goes, and you're just staring at him. And yeah. the drummer comes out in the dark and just starts playing just doom, 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 just really slowly. Bass player comes out and starts playing a little bit. And it's just starting to build up. But you're still watching this guy in a suit go. Wow. And then, you know, after like a minute, the whole band is out there. And then the lights just flash. Just goes, bah, 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 bah. And you're like, ah, fuck. Wow. And they never let up. And I was just exhausted after the show. I was just, it was so fun. Yeah, they were crazy energy. That's a good one. So it's like an all black band and they do ska, punk, gospel, metal. I mean, they do it all. So I mm-hmm. think, again, if Owen gets anything out of this, it's going to open up like, hey, this sounds cool. I like this. Again, I love bands that don't sound the same all the time. Yes. With some exceptions. So this one is a song called Servitude. And it's not like most of their stuff, but I just like it because if I ever had to do like if comedy ever worked out and I got to do an intro, like where I had walk yeah. up music, this yeah. would be it. And here cool. Cool. I'm noticing a lot of my stuff is kind of heavy for the kid. <laughs> well, you followed more of like, yeah, what you had said, and then I, yeah, what you want to actually pass on to them later. 
Oh, shit. I skipped one of yours. Which one? This was number three on your list. Oh, is it half as much? Yeah. Wait, here we go. Oh, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I love about that is it's so crazy and he looks like he's from Land of the Lost. He's terrifying. (laughs) For anyone listening, that is not Mike's song, is the Trololo sing along. It was done like in the early 70s, and it's just this creepy guy whose face doesn't move singing that whole song. God, it's so scary. That's a good song to harass your kid with, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I played it, and he's like, stop it. He scares me. (laughs) Yeah, he really looks like, God, what, Chaka. His face kind of has that fake, Yeah. like, yeah. or or almost That was Ron Howard's little brother. Oh, from uh, Land of the Lost? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So tell me about half as much. All right, so this one is wanting to hand down music. So Beatles and this one is, this is my dad growing up would always play classic country but nothing more so than hank williams senior and i loved sitting out there listening to it with him so i would play as a bunch of the songs but this is the one that she like would memorize she loved this song and like and would love to sing it like in the car and stuff this is hank williams senior this is like the real deal country when someone says like i like country then you have to figure out well which one? How yeah. far back do you like real country? <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Here yeah. we go. Hank Williams Sr. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that is not uh, Hank Williams Sr. All right. Here we go. I love this music, man. <laughs> if you love me half as much as I love you You wouldn't worry me half as much as you do You're nice to me And there's no one else around You only build me up to let me down Oh, you know what? That's the wrong one. That she did sing that one, mm-hmm. but can you click on the other one? Hey, good looking. That's the one she would sing. All right. So I'm messing it up. Okay. I remember half of them, but it's hey, good looking is the one she would sing. I have a dang sudden it. urge to bang my cousin, but hang hey, on. shut up. <laughs> you could even edit out the other one if it's no, too it's long. fine. We'll leave it in there. This is the song. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I got a song I wrote just specially for you. I want to sing for just for you. What is it? It's called Hey, Good Looking. Oh. Huh? This is it. Yeah. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking? Something up with me. Say hey, sweet baby. Don't you think, baby? Makes me want to put on my shit kicking boots. That's right. Makes me want to bang my cousin. No, that's the one. Yeah, because she would sing that everyone. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? <laughs> I love it. So scary. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you like it. No, I love it. 
I love the old that, and especially that. But I get stuff it. Really makes you grew me up think. With that. Yeah, it makes me think of sitting and listening to it on. My dad would put. He had like the eight track of that, and one yeah. of those giant pieces of furniture that would play the, you know, oh, the yeah. big speakers in it. You know. I remember those. Yeah, and play yeah. it, and he'd play along on his guitar. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, again, there was nothing ever sitting with my parents listening to stuff other than like religious crap, and it would be in Portuguese anyway. So definitely yeah. passing that on. I think one of the things that, again, a personal, like your dad has a personal connection to Hank Williams. Yeah, he grew up and like that was, that's what was big at the time. And then he'd go listen to people that would come through a lot. He didn't get to see him before he passed away because he died so young. I yeah. think he was like 27 when he died, Hank Williams Sr. Yep, yep. But um, yeah. Uh, ancient in that fucking clip. Yeah, a bunch of those old time acts would come through Sacramento and stuff. So that's like his favorite. And then, you know, also the other country, she ends up hearing that a lot. Johnny Cash, she knows the words to um, I Shot a Man in Reno, Watch <laughs> Him Die. She knows that one. Cocaine Blues is another one. She oh, probably lovely. can sing along. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were talking about seeing shows. Um, there was a band I probably have seen at least a dozen times because they were always opening for people or sometimes headlighting. Yeah. Faith No More. Uh, did you ever see them? Uh, no, but I remember when you were way into them. Yeah. Oh, I still am. Yeah. And I like that because what I want my kid to get out of that is that music can be weird. Yeah. Because, you know, the first one that came out, what was that? Epic, you know, the video with the fish and all that. Yeah. You want it all. Okay. I'm not going to sing. Uh, I, but, I was more into Mr. Bungle and I was disappointed. I, I didn't know too. that they had a concert. I just saw that it was like, I don't know, a month, a couple months ago. And I was like, dang it. I would have totally seen that. So yeah, Bungle was one of those. That's again, if he delves into this anyway, um, he yeah. be like, oh, because Bungle is a mind fuck. Yeah. And I loved the first album, which was like evil ca- carnival music. kind of. <laughs> I There's played no it at the dorms and I, I, oh, had I love w- it. My, one of my friends that was like a, like a guy on the football team came over. He's like, what the fuck are you playing in here? <laughs> like, yeah, just like you said, is this fucking clown music? I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. definitely, you know, you have to listen to it a bunch of times before you even start to. Yeah. I didn't like the second album, the Disco Volante, but yeah, you know, it's just the fact that they were willing to fuck around. And one of my favorite Faith No More songs was from Angel Dust, which I think was probably their best album. And it was RV. Do you remember that one? No, I don't know. Sometimes was, I don't know him by the name. Yeah, it was about the dude. It doesn't sound like the rest of their stuff. Okay. Here we go. Someone taps on the shoulder Nobody speaks English anymore. Are you going to tell me if I was getting stupider? Remember that one? Yep. Yeah. He goes on to talk about throwing a belt over the shower curtain rod and killing himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember I did like that one because it reminds me kind of in that bungle vein of yeah, being very think, different. Yeah. yeah that no, one's I cool. Just, and it's, you know, it's dark and depressing sometimes, but sometimes you just, I don't know, I could listen to that all fucking day. Yeah. I don't know. Then we go on a happier note with you when you had that uh, soundtrack 
Oh, yeah. So Disney, I know, I was trying to figure out because I wanted her to really love animation and get into Disney and stuff. And I'd play a ton of the old songs. I think the first movie she got into was Dumbo, which was cool. And what's funny with Dumbo is (laughs) the song Baby Mine from it. Mm-hmm. Would make her start crying and calling, wanting her mom like Dumbo's right away. That was a depressing ass movie, man. Yeah, it would get her every time. And still now, if she hears that, she's like, I want to call mama. <laughs> I refuse to watch the remake. So, yeah, I didn't watch it. But this is the first song. I guess I picked it because it's the first song that me and her in the car like memorized all the words. And I, I liked it because. It's that same guy, Jermaine Clement, that's from uh, Flight of the Concords. Okay. And he's basically doing, because there's a great episode that's called Bowie, where he keeps, he, they both of them do terrific Bowie yep. impersonations. Yep. And to me, Shiny, this song is is him doing Bo, his Bowie version totally. for the glam rocker. Yeah. Here we I go. love it. Yeah, I think you got to go to like 41 seconds or something. Right. Oh, no, maybe not. No, not this one. Crab ones. Now I know I can be happy as a crab because I'm beautiful, baby. Did your granny say, Listen no. to your heart? Who you are on the inside? I need three words to tear her argument apart. Your granny lied. I'd rather Johnny. be you from a sunken pirate wreck. Scrub the deck. Go shiny. Oh, shit. I will sparkle I'll like a wealthy like woman's a neck. Woman. Just a sec. Don't you know? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we memorized that. Yeah. I think Maui has to be my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that song, I don't know. That's my favorite. I really, I mean, the other one's great too with The Rock. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, that's a great one too. It's just full of good shit. And the ones yeah. where the girl, I don't know. I actually get, I cry at that fucking movie. Oh. Dozens of times. I'm it's a, a good bitch. one. <laughs> but that kind of opens up. I didn't bring any, or, you know, bring any. I didn't list any here, but like show tunes. Like I want my kid to get into show you know, musicals. Not Yes. Me. I hate fucking musicals, but there are some musicals that I love. Yeah. Um, like Les Mis. Um, I got into that when I was still in high school. Yeah. There's one called Piss Town. Oh, wow. Again, good luck finding that. But it's like this dystopian thing where there's a water shortage and for some reason people can't piss whenever they want. They have to pay for it. Wow. It's just funny. It's hilarious uh, if it's done right. Avenue Q is hilarious. I love that one. Yeah, I, uh, I actually listened to that one again. I'm like, oh, yeah. We're a few years off from her being able to hear this one. But yep. Yeah. Uh, Home Street Home. That was written by, and I'll bring him up later, by Fat Mike from NoFX. Oh, okay. Some homeless kids, you know, making do, and it's fucking amazing. That's awesome. Um, and then Hamilton, which is one of yours, so I'm not going to steal that. Yeah. But I just want them to appreciate that there's more stuff out there, and live stage is a wonderful fucking thing. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that one of the songs she memorized as a kid was Somewhere Over the Rainbow from uh, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's a great one. But yeah, I, I want her to get into musicals too. I think I think that's already stuck. Yeah, yeah. from uh, I think Hamilton made that over the top, you know. I don't know if it's so much musicals as much theater because I think that just yeah. encompasses the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, all of it. I did have a musical pop up on my playlist 
that was a mistake that I had to run and turn it off because I just was putting songs on a loop and Sweet Transvestite came on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that always like, Daddy, I think this is inappropriate because he's like, <laughs> I'm just a, from trans. Yeah, but right before I could turn it off, he's like, from transsexual, Transylvania. <laughs> she looks at me like, what are you listening to? I'm like, it's actually, that's actually a really good movie. Do they but. still do live Rocky Horrors? <laughs> I don't know. I did go to one in the 80s and it was super fun, man. I went to a bunch. It was fun. Yeah. But that song in Time Warp, I, I love hearing yeah. Time Warp. Time Warp yep. is a great song. Well, we were talking about doing theater and um, musicals and you were talking about Over the Rainbow, which made me think yeah. there's, okay, and I brought up No Effects, so I'm going out of order here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So No Effects, they're a Bay Area band, LA band, whatever. They're a punk band. They've been around since like the 80s, I want to say. And yeah, it's the music's mostly shit but it's still amazing at the same time and they're just prolific and they never signed with a big label they actually made their own wow and then i just i can listen to them all day they had a little spinoff that mike started a, a band called me first and the gimme gimmies and all uh-huh. and it's like a super group for like other punk bands like the singers from the swinging utters because mike has an awful voice <laughs> And some guys from other bands. And it's kind of like an ensemble. They kind of mix and match. But they only do covers. They don't do original songs. And uh-huh. I can get him into Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. That would be fucking awesome. Just because they will do anything from country to show tunes to share to fucking... That's awesome. Like, here's one... Uh, oh and also one other thing that they do is sometimes they put in little easter eggs like they'll start a song off with like a punk uh, like a riff from another punk song yeah and he's like wait i know this song and then it goes into something else oh Um, nice so here they did a cover of all out of love i think that was jefferson airplane starship it starts off with a riff from a black flag song called rise above when i first heard it i was like what the fuck is this and then it was and here we go cool i'm not gonna keep going but they do all sorts of shit they're all over the place and what do you call it they would probably be really fun to watch but sounds um, awesome yeah yeah they're just a fun band i mean they play everything and there's an album they made called uh me first and the gimme gimme's ruined johnny's bar mitzvah and apparently they actually played at a bar mitzvah and recorded it oh my god (laughs) that's awesome so yeah, if you're bored and you got time, and you know you are because it's fucking quarantine. Yeah, awesome. cool. But yeah, so and then that brings up like the punk stuff, which I never got into them until later. Um, yeah, you remember the Dead Kennedys? Yeah, I did remember them. <laughs> so they, I like that because I want him to get you know that music can be political, and I think they yeah. really embrace that. Yeah, and at risk of fucking themselves over they would always do whatever they believed was right because yeah uh, remember the bammies it was the bay area music awards yeah so there was a song they were supposed to and this is when i want to say holiday in cambodia was big and so they were on there and they were supposed to play that so they started playing it 
and then they stopped and then switched over to a song which they never played live before or uh-huh. again and it was called pull my strings and hang on let me get this queued up so they only played it on this live performance Yep, they just did a whole thing, and they actually make take digs at other bands and stuff. And wow, <laughs> it's uh, like they were kind of like, "Who did my Sharona?" They were making fun of them. Oh yeah, uh, as being sellouts and all the this knack. stuff. The knack, yeah. Here we go. But there's just one problem. Is my cock big enough? <laughs> Is my brain small enough for you? To make me a star Give me a toot I'll sell you my soul Pull my strings and I'll go far That's awesome I'll show you my soul Pull my strings and I'll go far Oh yeah, that was pretty much a big fuck you to everyone that was watching that because i think i don't know if it was televised but that was like an award show that it would be like if someone was on the oscars or okay. the emmys or no what's the fucking music one the grammys grammys yeah 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 and just you know were known for one song and then just came out and whipped their dicks out and pissed on everything yeah that's awesome and then with the punk thing you know i would have to give like an honorable mention to like the misfits yeah and then a final one and then we'll go over to yours there's a dc band called fugazi yeah and did you ever get into them no so here's the fugazi one okay Fugazi doing Waiting Room. That was a live show from like 91. Cool. And it's one of those, they were like one of the original punk where it doesn't sound good, but their message, like they, God damn it, I can't remember the singer's name, but his thing was he never wanted to do a show for more than like five bucks or something like that because he wanted to be able to go. Wow. So they were like, you know, kept true to their stuff and they would just, you know, if they toured, they would just crash on people's, you know, like a lot of bands did. Yeah. You want to stop here and take a break yeah hi just showing my dad has a loosening but you listen to stand up dads so okay we are back and uh so you were saying so yeah okay. so there's my punk stuff that i want my kid to get into which is awesome yeah. yeah so i mean again with punk it's not necessarily all that good musically but yeah there's always exceptions so you're going the other end on your next one next one yeah, so this one, I was starting to get Oli to listen to the Rolling Stones. And I, I would say, other than this song, the closest I got her to, like, where she will start singing is uh, Can't You Hear Me Knocking. Like, okay. that song, she will start what she's doing and sing along loud with me. But this one, she I was just messing with her with it at one point because she was complaining that she really wanted this, like, LOL doll, da-da-da. And I was like, mm, and I got it to the point where it would start to sing. I'm like, holy. <laughs> and then I, pl- I just started playing. No, I, I didn't point it out to her. I started playing it. And then 
as she was talking, she started she realized what it was singing (laughs) and then got super pissed yeah (laughs) yeah you i don't know how far you have to go in to get to that or if it starts i can't remember it might i do because tig nataro uh you know her comedian no uh oh she's hilarious um she did a bit on when she was in junior high or something like that Mm-hmm. Like she was not necessarily one of the cool kids. And one of the cool kids asked her, what song should I play for music appreciation? And, you know, at the time she was like, well, you can't always get what you want by the stones. Cause yeah. was like, Oh, cool. So I guess they went up there and uh, when they played it, she forgot the fact that it starts not the same as uh, it sounds. That's um, right. Yeah. It's the Here, I'll play the little intro for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it starts off with that. And then, yeah. uh, so the guy was all pissed because the bell rang and then no one got to hear the song actually play. Oh, that's right. Which is more like this. Yeah. Here we go. So that's like a whole minute and. But that part, that part that I got her with is after this first course yep. is then. Yeah, when he starts singing it. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'll never forget her sitting there still telling me what she wants to get. And then the dawning and she's like, daddy. <laughs> and now it's a running joke that she will constantly, uh, but. It did also get her some of the things I want to try to get with her is I try to make her be able to, you know, with the Beatles, pick out who's singing this sure. one, be able to tell, like, who's singing this? The Stones, you know, try yeah. to pick out at least the recognizable people so far. Very cool. But yeah, <laughs> that's I a mean, great song, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, I always like the Stones, but I never liked them like I like the Beatles. Yeah. And I know it seems like a lot of people, it's one or the other. But I don't ever get that. It's so funny that. where I think it's something that existed probably when they were contemporaries. I think it's sure. how probably people were differentiating themselves. Oh, you're Beatles? I like these well, guys. The know? Stones never portrayed themselves as clowns, whereas the Beatles would. Yeah. But maybe they taught, thought that they were like more serious or something. Maybe. Yeah. But, well, for my next ones, I'm changing gears pretty hard with all the punk and all that and it doesn't really matter who it is but there's like a classical guitar player named elliot fisk mm. and if he gets into that i'll just be thrilled because owen already likes beethoven just because they learned it in school and he always he seems to be able to pick those out so i was pretty happy about that but here's one and this guy's amazing with a guitar <laughs> just that's amazing yeah i don't i mean i don't know how anyone can do that but yeah if he could get into that i would be so fucking happy this is uh sonata k33 from domenico scarlatti whoever the fuck that is i don't know i think we'd all be better off listening to that shit once in a while yes got a mellowing thing and then one thing i remember because i grew up into hair metal and all that 
Yeah. I was amazed how much metal or hard rock or whatever borrowed from classical music. Yeah. Especially with like the classical guitar. And I always loved, that was the tribute album from Ozzy to Randy Rhodes. They had a That's a great one. I remember that. Yeah. They had a song D where it was just outtakes of Randy fucking around, you know, on an acoustic. Yeah. That was my first eye-opening thing into acoustic guitar. Like, that's amazing. Your classical guitar. So, and then he died. Was it a plane crash? Yep. Yeah. 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 So if he can get into that, I mean, he already has a little thing for classical once in a while. He likes to just act like a conductor and all that. I think that's the typical thing for kids this age. Yeah. I'd be pumped if he did that. Yeah. I think if he did that, that would be amazing. Or even if it got him into wanting to play guitar a little bit, or that'd be so sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think he's cursed with little hands. So I don't know if he's, because I think you kind of have to have bigger hands to be able to do the chords, I would think. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, that's the thing, though. That's where Uncle Mike can be helpful because all those years I tried to learn guitar, it was always hard for me because I have freaking tiny hands. Like, and I'd be yeah. mad because you'd see Hendrix where his fingers could wrap around yeah. a strat and bend it. And it's like, dude, I can't mm-hmm. do that. And a couple years back, I, I got, um, what is this one? A Rickenbacker. Yeah. And it's yeah. the three quarter. And it's because the guy was like, oh yeah, John Lennon played the three quarter. It's actually better for um, doing the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? I would never do it because I always thought, oh, you you can't use that. Guitar. That's a kid one. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, dude, it's so much easier for me to play the three quarter. Which reinforces um, the it. point that music is what you make it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be awesome. And then offshooting from the classical stuff, I got a little, a couple of jazz ones. I love jazz. Which I never really did until, I mean, ironically, Henry Rollins got me into jazz. What? Henry Rollins, because he's a big jazz fan. Wow. I That's was cool. Him. And then, I don't know, there's Dave Brubeck. There's, you know, he's, I mean, this is old white guy jazz. There's a song called Take Five, which everybody's I love that one. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Charles Mingus, I like a lot. He did one called the Haitian Fight Song. Oh, I want to hear that. Okay, let's see. Hang on, here we go. That picture is terrifying. Yep. Like a crazy clown face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love this stuff. It reminds me of like a jazz version of Bolero. Awesome. That starts to build up. Yeah. I forgot to get her listening to some jazz. Now she's starting to be. Yeah, well, now she's starting to get harder to play stuff for. Yeah. Getting a freaking opinion. Awesome. So if I could get him listening to shit like that, that would be Love amazing. it. Love it. And then not quite jazz, but I don't know what to group these guys as. I don't know if you've ever been to the subway in New York, but sometimes they have jazz mu- or, you know, just musicians on this, you know, in the subway station. Yeah. That's where these guys got discovered is a band called Too Many Zoos. Mm. And fucking amazing. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so this is two That's guys. Awesome. 
this is just two guys making all this noise. This is like super early on. I don't know if they had an album yet at this time. So it's just a guy with a drum on his, like around his shoulders and a guy with a, I don't know what that sax is called, the biggest, the big one. And the guy just bounces around like fucking crazy. But here we go. Oh my he, god and it's glitching so like oh no good. it looks like he's just spinning i can't even he see how he's spinning. making but he must be bouncing a little bit no, like he's just uh he's just shuffling his feet and he's just going a little circle that's crazy so i'll post links to this and if you get a chance that's definitely if you're going to see any of them see that one okay i gotta see that one so let's i see. like you're, that yeah so the next one goes your way again where we go kind of hippie yeah so this one, I don't know, one of my friends just made the the bold statement because he loves them so much. He's like, you know, the Grateful Dead's the greatest band ever. And I was like, what? And all I could remember was like, you know, Truckin' maybe or Casey sure. Jones. Yeah. Um, so then what was funny was randomly my dad, I brought it up and my dad was like, oh, yeah, he had watched a couple specials. And my dad, who's really just country. It's rare that he'll say a song out of somewhere else where like he, he says, um, you know, like John Lennon's Imagine is one yeah. of his favorite songs. I'm like, whoa, man, because he loves sure. the message. But yeah, he was telling me how much he loved watching the show of The Grateful Dead because they played so much kind of bluegrass and country and all sorts of stuff. Sure. But then once we listened to it, I found this song and I remembered this song as a kid. And I just love the music, but I played it so much that Oli Oli will sometimes just randomly be singing it. So I nice. feel like I felt like, oh, this is one I know. Like years from now, if this song comes on, she's gonna be like, oh, there's my fucking dad with that that song. And I had to explain, like I explained a lot of songs. I'm like, well, this song is about kind of because she won't listen to the other one, Friend of the Devil, okay. that I love. Because she's like, it's got the devil in it. <laughs> like, right. But it's a great song. Yeah. No, I don't. But this one, I'm like, it's also another kind of drag of a humanity. <laughs> He's escaping. What's the song? So just like Friend of the Devil is the guy's like escaping prison and mm -hmm. he's got a couple of wives. And so it's kind of like, that's why I like about some of their the words, their songs. It's like, sure the dregs of humanity or whatever. And sugar is the same thing. The whole thing's about like, when you get pulled away to prison, don't tell them you know me. Nice. <laughs> so uh, well, yeah, play a little bit. I just love the music and it's apparently, I never knew it. It's not really the Grateful Dead. It's Jerry Garcia on his oh, own. Okay. While they took a break, they were not recording. He did this. So as far okay. as I can tell, I think he's singing That's this too. Jerry. He okay. did everything on the album. Okay. I think he did all the music too. Okay, here's it's amazing Jerry, right here. <laughs> Dang it, you really got me with that again. I'm gonna harass Oli with that today. 
Okay, let's get sugary. It's a strange name. Yeah, it's another thing with the guy who wrote a lot of their best lyrics. I forget yeah. the guy's name. He wrote the lyrics to this one too. Same guy who did Friend of the Devil. Okay. He just did the lyrics for them. Hey, Not honey. all their songs. Okay. Yeah. It has a long intro though. Okay, I'll fast like, forward. Yeah. Please forget you knew my name, <laughs> my darling. <laughs> Sugary. I love it. It's a great song. Came out when we were born, 72. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it says, when they come to shake you down, when they drag your poor body down. <laughs> so basically, it's like he's singing that. The cops are coming. When they do, please forget you knew my name. <laughs> nice. See, that's one of the bands I never really gave a chance to because I didn't like the people that I knew that followed them. That's exactly how I was. <laughs> yeah, because I dated a girl that was a deadhead, and God damn, it was annoying when she was talking about them. And I'm like, you know, wash your fucking feet. Um, <laughs> wash your feet. It's so sad because in so many ways, I am hippie. But yeah. when it comes to certain things like that, I was totally non-hippie. It was yeah. like almost my dad where back then. It would be the same. Like, oh, come on. Put some shoes on. <laughs> I think I'd have to give him a chance like on a long road trip. I think it's it kind of lends itself to that if I could stay awake. And the live stuff that I would never give a chance to. And I even got to see them at that one free concert in the yeah. 80s. But still, like, I just never gave them a chance. And once I watched the special yeah. and you started to really... Like, not just the people who are just like, everything's the best ever. Yeah. When you actually, when they start and they show all the influences and then show them, they play like different songs, how they, every time it was different, then it's sure. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Then it's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll have to give them a shot. And speaking yeah. of road trip music, best road trip music for me uh, is a band called Cake, actually a Sacramento band. I love Cake. And yeah. Like they have a song called Stick Shifts and Safety Belts. Oh, that's a good I'm one. I'm not playing it here, but it's just, I, they're just fun because they're very simple. Yeah. And it's really, even if you never heard the song, I mean, it's kind of not a good thing that they're predictable. Yeah. But you can figure out what the next lyrics are going to be, but they're fun and they're happy and I'm a fan. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You can't have a road trip without playing Jerry Reed and having eastbound and down, load it up and chuck it. We're going <laughs> to make it. <laughs> we got a long way to go. And a short time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Me first in the Gimme Gimme does a cover of that. Oh, nice. I got to so, look that up. Yeah, I love so that. Gotta, mm -hmm. um, let's see. So then we jump from there to you go back into the musicals. Yes. So this is, I'm very happy with this. I took her to see uh, Hamilton, which is after you told me how good Hamilton was. I yeah. went and saw it and liked it and then figured, you know, she can handle this. It's all right. What's amazing about it is she freaking can memorize and she's got this memorized and it just drives me. It's amazing because I can't do it. I sit there and try when she's doing it. The, I can't remember it, you know, a minute after, but it's, it's so hard to sing. That's why I picked this one because she's loved a lot of the songs, but this is the one that she's really trying to get where she's like, I want to use this as like an audition. Yep. And this is my yeah. shot. And that mm -hmm. was sung by Hamilton, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. And she watched a special too that made her pick this one because it it was that Lynn Manuel. He said yeah. that basically if you can get through this song, you've got the whole show. Cool. You know, then the whole show's then you're good for the whole show. Okay. Well here it is. I am not thrown away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. And you know, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not thrown away my shot. I'ma get a scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazed and astonished. The problem is I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I gotta holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge. I'm a diamond in the rough. A shiny piece of coal Trying to reach my goal My power of speech Unimpeachable Only 19 But my mind is older These New York City streets Get cold I shoulder Every burden Every disadvantage I've learned to manage I don't have a gun to brandish I walk these streets Famished The plan is I don't even know where to stop there. I, could I know the whole thing. And it just uh, gets faster on yeah. some parts. And it's insane how good she can do it. Like uh, there'll be a couple of words Where I'll, I'll like Later have to point out to her Because she just gets the word wrong, not knowing what the word is. Yep. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome that she's that much into it and she can get it, you know? Yeah, because I I could totally listen to that over and over and over and over. I have yeah. listened to that over and over again. Yeah. And I, I remember, you know, if you haven't seen it, obviously there's nothing playing right now, but do yourself a favor if it's in town. I know it's a fucking... See it. It's a ripoff what they're charging for it, but it's one of the few times I paid that much and felt like, okay, I was worth it. Not, um, not I, if you do it our way. I know. Last minute tickets. You just got to be ready to roll. You go at what you get the ticket at 9am and you got to be able to get up to San Francisco or wherever you're at. I'm almost 50. My days of giving the doorman a hand job for a ticket are being. <laughs> you buy them on an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called doormanhandjob.com. <laughs> uh, I think I might have to start that site. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last one I have was just because, and you hate it because it's Harry Potter, but like one of the last <sighs> things with Harry Potter, you know, I got her to see that. in the jar, damn it. The Cursed Child or whatnot. But then we found these Potter musicals that were done, I guess, right when the books were almost done coming out. This is like 2009, 10, and 11. Yeah. They did three musicals. And um, yeah, this is another one where she's memorized a bunch of the songs. And it was just cool. It was like another cool thing for us to like bond over. And it's they're really funny, well-written. And yeah, she's... called it Harry Freaking Potter. It's called Harry Freaking Potter. It's the song. Yeah, it's funny. Play it back. Yeah, let's play a little Turn bit of it. up right now. Hold on. You I wish they could actually perform this. You're Harry freaking Potter. You don't understand. You're a legend man to us all. Every son and daughter safe from you know who. All because of you, you were small. But I wonder if you could recall. Short, this guy was super cool. Voldemort. He tried to kill you and your parents, and this is where it gets <laughs> Even though you were a tiny it's awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome, man. I love well, it. Take your word for it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love how they and they get so good with the like that little extras they put in like that because they whisper it and he's like Voldemort <gasps> and they all go all the singers going oh, shh and keep singing <laughs> it'll be fun to listen I'd probably it would probably be fun to watch yeah it makes it fun because 
they make fun of so much stuff. And like, there's a girl that plays Draco Malfoy that's hilarious, mm-hmm. and it makes Draco super tiny. Too. Nice. <laughs> but she's hilarious. Oh my god, man! And we have reached our Harry Potter quota. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the last one. That's the one. Other than um, you know, right now it's between Hamilton and that one that she sings the most. Sure. You know. Cool. And then, yeah, so I guess I'll wrap it up with my, you know, what I started with when I was in high school. It was always all about like hair metal and all that crap. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not even going to bother playing these because if you don't know who these are, well, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, it was like the Black Sabbath, like Paranoid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had a huge Motley Crue poster in my room. Livewire is... You thought they were girls, though, for a long time. No, I didn't. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like these come these chicks are so hot dude Didn't and I Brian Keanu think the girls from Poison were hot <laughs> I don't know that's not so we gotta ask oh my god when that happened <laughs> if that's then, true that's awesome I can't yeah. I don't remember that one I remember being confused with culture club obviously not metal but I wasn't sure if boy George was a dude or a chick for a long yeah. time uh-huh. And then, of course, there's Metallica, which I grew up listening to, you know, like Four uh-huh. Horsemen and all that stuff. And then if you like the old stuff like that, have you heard of Rock Sugar? No, uh-uh. It's these old fat dudes that, there two of them are, that still are like, you can tell they just haven't let go of the whole hairband metal or hairband era. Yeah, yeah. And But what they do is they do mashups of just two different songs. Like, I think one of the first ones they did was like Enter Sandman and a Journey song. Oh my God, that's awesome. And so here's one, you know, Rock Me Like a Hurricane, the Scorpions. Yeah. And they mashed that up with Adele, Rolling in the Deep. Wow. So they call it Roll You in the Hurricane. And <laughs> let me cue this up. So clearly, Scorpions. That's awesome. Then. So Del Erickson, it actually works. Wow. It works. So yeah, I uh, they That's do awesome. so many different mashups that you think like, how the fuck does that work? They, they did a, uh, a Queen mashup with, oh shoot, I want to say a Metallica song, like Enter Sandman. That's awesome. I, just give them a listen online. I remember they had some issues releasing an album because since they borrowed from so many different albums or artists that they couldn't possibly, like they would have to sell a billion copies to pay back all the royalties. Man, yeah. So they just put it out online and have shows. But they, I've seen videos of them doing shows, and it looks like a fun-ass show. Wow. It sounds fun, man. Yeah, it's just good stuff. If you're bored, which again, you are because you're in fucking quarantine. Listen to some sugar, uh, rock sugar. So, and then my last one, and thank you guys for indulging us. This has just pretty much been an episode of me and Mike jerking off, probably more me over music. And I know I've forgotten a lot of stuff. Like I don't have any ska bands in here really that I grew up with as well. And I'm sure the second we hit stop, I'm going to be like, oh, I forgot this one. But I'm going to wrap up with a different one. Uh, Have you heard of Baby Metal? No, uh uh-uh. Baby Metal is a Japanese heavy metal group with three young Japanese girls that are dressed up like little Catholic schoolgirls doing the singing. And it's kind of a mind bust. And I'm just going to play that 
part of that. There's a song called Gimme Chocolate. Yeah, I think we'll just end it on that because I don't have any bad dad for this one. And we'll do plugs after this. Here is Gimme Chocolate and tell me it doesn't mess with your head. Oh my god, that's awesome. I see them. That's so cool. Wow. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Only to see this. I would. Cool. Hell yeah. And it gets back into the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. That's badass. And they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Like everyone so in the band cool. is dressed up with skeletons and all that stuff. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> so I have listened to these, I, you know, they've got albums out. I've listened to that stuff. And, you know, cause I would, when I was so working, cool. I always had earbuds in and go, what are you listening to? And I'd play it and they'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But anyway, I love Gimme Chocolate. So anyway, if you thought this was a fucking waste of time, email us, thesendofdads <laughs> at gmail.com. And if you want a drawing of three little Japanese girls playing heavy metal music, uh, who should they contact? They should contact me, Pencil for Hire. That's Pencil, F-O-R, Hire on Instagram or PencilForHire.com. And when you're done listening to all this music, pick up Eye of Mongambo, Doug Gray's wonderful graphic novel. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes. Yeah, nothing better to do. Pick it up. It's awesome. And he just um, gave me a copy that he's about to put together, like a collection that has all the original ones since it was an unfinished oh, cool. series. Yeah. It has the originals and then a bunch of his notes of how that next unfinished issue was going to go and all like, like kind of like behind the scenes stuff to go along is, with Is that going to be available to the public? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that good. one, awesome. it's just yeah, because of the, I don't know, so because of what's going on, that Lulu.com's had some issues. So sure. he hasn't been able to get in there and like approve his stuff. So sure. at some point. But you can still order. Yeah. Get my side project gag on this podcast. That's run by Big Nick. We've been doing it on Zoom for the past couple of weeks, and we've been doing about two a week, having some great guests. And I can't remember the next one, but that's okay. Okay, that's it. So listen to some new music, pass them on to your kids. Yeah. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.